time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm The Law. Hi, I'm Ted Wong. Hi, I'm Jenny Matrix. Hi, I'm Brian D. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing video game high school. But as usual, business first. Because of the timey-wimey nature of recording in advance and stuff, you in listener land will have just heard about the game invites. So, ladies, we made four game night invites. And I'm going to show you these invites, and I would like you to choose which of these game nights you would go to. Oh. Okay. I know, right away. Which game night? Yeah, I feel I know just from not even reading them. Mm -hmm. I don't need to read them, I know which one I'd go for. Okay, which one are you going for? Heroes. Oh, you're going for Heroes? Uh I'm going for Ecosystem Fungi because it feels like there's food. So, nature, there's food in all of them. Is there? See, that's one that feels most food. Oh, I don't even need to read them. (laughs) I'm just going to put the other like. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Okay, sorry. sorry. So we're looking at one spooky one, game night in Arkham. One sort of pop art heroes game night. One very classy. It looks like a wedding or cocktails invitation game night. <laughs> one sort of like eighties sci-fi Starfleet one. And is Whoopi Goldberg related to this? She's in Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen Star Trek. Experience page. <laughs> but it does have Space Raiders clearly pictured. Oh, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there True. is food, yeah. So as far as like things that I would go to to enjoy, yes, posh wedding cocktails. <laughs> but as far as playing games... The pop art style is really jumping out at me. What do you think, Jane? Yeah, I'm drawn between the Heroes Game Night or the Space one. You've got to choose one. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Space. Okay. I've gone for the other one because it's got I Love Cats on it. Okay. Nice. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's all I love cats. Oh, wait, are oh. we just, are we, oh, we're, we're taking them holistically or just on the design? No, it was like, which of those would you oh, rather oh, attend? Shit. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Uh. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. Let me start over. Star Wars Destiny. Mm, legendary Marvel Dice Masters, Marvel Flux. No. Okay. I'm passing. Blast off with Space Team. <laughs> Pandemic. Elder Sign. Arkham Horror. Oh, that's, we talked about that, didn't we? Actually, I'm going with you. Yeah. I, I, I want to see Isle of Cats, Market Day, Hot Salad Bowls, and Ecosystem Fungi. So you're going for the nature one? Yeah, I tried to play Fungi though and it was incredibly difficult. So if you're doing a nature one, Park should be in there. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Are you still sticking with nature, Sarah? Yeah. Okay. So it's space, just... definitely space. Okay. Are we actually getting invited to this or? Well, I was thinking the one that gets the most votes. Maybe I would do that. I would recreate that and get the food and do the game. So maybe. Who mm. knows? Sign up today for your local fun patrol. Cool. Well, that's it for the business. <laughs> As I said, then this week we've played video game high school. Before yeah. Sarah reads the box. It's based on a TV show. Have any of you seen the TV show? No. No. You showed me five minutes before everyone arrived. Yeah. (laughs) It was loud. (laughs) (laughs) I have, but I wouldn't say you need to have to be able to play the game. No. Well, we played it, so no. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never even heard of it. No. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of, like, Ready Player One. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Go for it, Sarah. Okay. Video Game High School. Welcome to an alternate reality where pro video gaming is the biggest sport on earth. 
Around the world, millions of players duke it out in fighters, RTSs, first-person shooters and more. To the victors go the spoils, glory, clan contracts and million-dollar endorsements. The best young gamers are recruited by elite boarding schools to sharpen their skills. The best of the best go to VGHS, Video Game High School. At VGHS, students devote their lives to studying and mastering the art of gaming in all its glorious forms. The challenge is intense and the competition fierce. It takes a lot to survive in these hallowed halls. You'll need sharp wits, elite skills and a good group of friends who've got your back. Think you're up for it? Then welcome to Video Game High School. There are guns. <laughs> well, then there aren't because the member has the Objects of the game: Each player will take on the role of a student or teacher at Video Game High School. Players will go to classes and other locations to start sharpening their skills, and will use those skills to set high scores in various video games and challenges. Climbing up the ranks, jockeying to become the top-ranked player at the school. Ages: thirteen plus. Players: two to four. Duration: twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, choking hazard. It took us way longer than 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, 20 minutes is optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe once you played it once, 20 minutes. It took me about, first round felt like 20 minutes, just reading all the different rooms. And maybe if you only had two players, it could yeah. be, I suppose. But, so basically, the game outline, you, as it says, you are students or teachers at this high school. It's a worker placement game, isn't it? There's the different classes that you can go to. There's different parts of the campus, like dorms, the quad, study hall cafeteria etc and it's is worker placement but with dice pool mechanics and the idea is there's these five computer games what is there racing guitars guns fisting and mouse clicking <laughs> Yeah, I think it's point and click, racing, fighting, shooting, and like rhythm games. Yeah, and so by setting high scores on these games, using the symbols on your dice, you go up the ranks in the, the video game high school ranking, and it's the first one to either reach rank number one, or there are these ten sort of round cards, so each round has a different challenge. Once those have run out, whoever's at the highest rank wins. And the, the play mechanic is pretty simple, it's divided into three phases per round. So you first phase is your prepare phase. So you turn over the challenge and you, you know, it gives you, you need these symbols to complete this challenge this round. And then you roll your dice pool and you get two re-rolls where you can re-roll any amount of dice to try and get the symbols that you want to for the round ahead. And then after that, you have three character standees and you take turns to place them in the rooms, in the in the areas, the worker placement style to, to get those bonuses. So my first question, what was your strategy? How did you choose where you were going to put your little people? I mean, it changed as the game went on, I think. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it did for me. And also what cards you got from the start. So like, I started early on going for cards because I I had the, an advantage with cars, but then after that I didn't. Then I started playing towards where I might be able to get bonus points and things like that, or where there were lower ranks that I could then jump on and stuff. Mm. So, and also I very much avoided certain ones because if I saw other people were going for them, I was like, well, I'm, I'm not going to join that one. That was mine. Yeah, I had this starting card that was change all the dice in your active pool to guns. And I could also, I feel like my combination of cards, it's like change three dice in your active pool to sides of your choice, change one dice in your active pool to a side of your choice it was all kind of that so my setup I think my entire game I was like okay like make a gun play but then there was never really a good time to use up all my dice so I felt like I like held on to that card for ages and it ended up kind of scuppering the rest I tunnel visioned <laughs> yeah I just kept 
yeah, it was a bit like serious. It's like you've got to keep changing it because I think it might have been me actually went in quite high on one of them really early on and then you're like oh hang on a minute no it's really hard to beat that mm. and then you two started battling it out over the guns that <laughs> <laughs> freed up everything else <laughs> but it's weird you say that because so I just naturally assumed that there would be one character who specialises in each game so like you mm. Sarah Ted specialises in racing but both me and you Amanda specialise in guns mm. and I was just looking through the other cards there isn't anyone that specialises in rhythm and there isn't anyone no. that specialises in um, mine, point and click mine oh. seems to specialise in being the worst every round <laughs> oh. well, no actually no he's, he's the underdog so yeah. as long as you've got as long as I had fewer tokens than everyone else I was always going to gain and these ones are all, all you could change your temporary skill this is about a temporary skill and that's about a temporary mm. skill mm. yeah so it's like each round you actually worked in my favour to not actually have these mm. These permanent tokens, it was weird. I think it took me about two rounds to work out how to play my character. Yeah. But I just think if you've got, so like if Ted Wong's in the game, you've got no competition for racing because you've got the racing bonus. Whereas if you've got the law and Jenny in the same game, mm. we were competing for guns. The whole time. The whole time. And that made it really difficult. But in terms of, so my strategy, if I would always go for the challenge in the middle, I would always make sure that I had the dice to get the challenge unless the consequence for not doing the challenge was something that I didn't need. So a few rounds, it was just like, oh, turn over one of your bonus cards without using it. But because I'd already used all three of mine, that I didn't care about that consequence sort of thing. And then I was literally just looking at which game had currently the lowest high score, like which one was an easy one for me to beat and take a little bit higher and score the points for that. So that's where my strategy was. Without fun, there can be no function. So I guess just the different rooms, there's a class for each type of game where you can just gain a skill point in that type of game, that symbol. And the skill points come in two ways. There's temporary ones that you can only use for one turn or permanent ones that you keep for the whole game. But then the others, there were quite a few rooms that let you change the face of a dice, for example, you could spend a dice to get a card back, like buy a card back, stealing the first player token. But the best one was the Daily Dean, just <laughs> robbing a token off someone else. And we didn't use that for like the first three rounds or something. I didn't even really pay attention to it no. that much until I used it and I was like, oh, I'm just going to use that every time. I think that's probably my one criticism. There were just a few too many rooms. Mm. Like 11's a lot. Well, 12 if you include the challenge. Mm. And especially because... And you've got the five other things off the board yeah that's a lot to keep track of like the the ones where I was towards the end I was like can someone just read that to me because I was, <laughs> I was upside down so I can even read it half the time mm. I was like I genuinely have no idea what that room even is oh okay that sounds alright I'll go in there there's almost too many rooms to sort of keep on top of. But then even with that said, there were quite a few rounds, particularly you, Amanda, mm. where you just had one spare character and you're just like, well, I don't really know where to put this because you'd spent all your dice. Like, mm. if you've got no dice left, there's very little you can actually do. It's literally yeah. one, maybe two. Yeah. And actually, like, I don't think anyone went to that one, the study hall, spend three skills to gain one permanent skill token. Well, we were only using these ones by the time we'd run out of dice, so you can't spend... Yeah. So why would you give up a token I think you already had to gain a token? Your ordering yeah. is important. Yeah. Because if you've got one spare, well, yeah, you can go get a temporary one, but if that's your last character you've played, you can't use the temporary one on anything. Mm. No. Nope. And I kept falling down on the fact that some of the rooms were only like 
one person in them. Yes. So one that is like, I mean, I can see it. I can see the point of it. Like the Daily Dean one, anyone can go in there and gain from that. But actually, Amanda pretty much taking up residence in it. So. I will now <laughs> edit in a montage of all the times Jane tried to go in. <laughs> that she couldn't go. It was Maybe four. However, unless I'm, you were Ted Wong, in which case uh, I could go into that. Yeah. I think that's what confused me. I got your back. <laughs> that smug moment. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am going to put him there and... No. One. Oh, shit. Oh, I had a plan. Everything was all kind of like worked out. You're not Ted Wong, mate. So, <laughs> <laughs> no friendship bonus for you. I quite like my guitar back, Frax. You can't. Oh, oh no, I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Though I was only, for the most part, Phil had the first character, the first player, player one token, and you didn't use the Daily Dean. I only had the first player token for like the last third of the game, the last quarter, and then I was using the Daily Dean as my first turn just to make sure that I yeah conserved my gun stockpile. <laughs> to be honest, I was like Sarah in that respect. I only realized what the Daily Dean could do when you used it on me, and I was like, oh shit, that's something useful that I can be doing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to rhythm class. I'm going. I'm gonna do the challenge. Well, I am also gonna go into the rumpus room. I'm getting a temporary token. Permanent fist. Permanent fist. Permanently fisted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I've got a race car and a permanent race car, so I'm just gonna do some driving for two. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Set a new high score. <laughs> It's easily beatable. I've got three race cars, mm -hmm. so I'm just going to beat my own high score on driving. <laughs> <laughs> Keep dreaming, darling. You're never going to beat me at racing. <laughs> I'm going to the dorms, so I'm going to change my gun to a fist, and I'm going to take the first player token. I am going to put my last dude in fighting class and swap my pair of fists for a permanent fist. I go up her rank. <laughs> Not that it helps. No. <laughs> I'm playing the long game, don't you? <laughs> hey, I'm building my cars. You watch yeah, okay. yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm the law, baby. You can't, <laughs> you can't break me. <laughs> I'm going to cash in my cars. Three here, four, five, <gasps> six, seven. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Impossible score. <laughs> High score on the race. Whoa, no one is above the law, except for you. <laughs> Stupid Ted Wong. Getting fisted. Getting fisted. And clicked. Mm. <laughs> so, double clicked better, right? Fuck you, Phil. That's not nice. You're not nice. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Oh, bloody Ted Wong. The law needs to stop making enemies of people. <laughs> I'm going to Fields of Fire, and I have got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Don't know why he's coming for me so hard. Look where I am. <laughs> well, no, it's just that my card, my special speciality is the gun. Coming for you, Ted. <laughs> I'm going to go to Clicker Glass, so my pair of dice can get a permanent clicker. Who's that stupid Ted Wong? I'm going to join Sarah. <laughs> In Kojima land. Quay, what? Quad. Kojima quad. I'm just gonna spend my dice and I'm gonna get back. Law ready for this. What are you gonna do, Jamie Matrix? 
I am going to play Wrath of Galaxies. Boosh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, right, so after you, you've sorted your dice, you've placed your people, and you've chosen your rooms and stuff, mm. and then it goes on to the challenge phase. Basically, you check who has completed the challenge, you know, that this round's challenge, and who hasn't, and so there's a penalty. If you haven't, you might lose a rank, you might have to sacrifice a card, whatever, 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 and then you sort out the, the game points sort of thing. So any game that didn't have a high score set on it gets a bonus point added as, like, an extra incentive to try that game next time, and the game are the main way that you increase your rank. So did anyone, were you guys paying attention to the incentives or were you paying, like how did you choose which games and when to attempt? I was definitely paying attention to the incentives. <laughs> <laughs> that like... It didn't win it though, did it for you? I only just missed out. But That's true. No, I, that was like, the bonus points were banging. Because again, if you like can keep going a little bit, and I mean, I went in early with my car because I was like, well, I need to get moving. But I didn't move for a while. I mean, there's, I think in the first like three rounds, I didn't really move much other than doing the challenger card and then I'd move one. Mm -hmm. And then and then when I did, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go for this. And then after that, I was like, I'm just gonna target low, but with high bonus points. So there's one where I only moved like five, but I ended up moving like 10 yeah. places because there were so many bonus points because no one had touched it for so long. Yeah. Yeah, so. no, I was kind of like, for me, it was mostly it was like, what can, what do I have the tokens to play? Because I think I ended up going for the guitar most times because that's what I ended up with. It never had a bonus point on it. Yeah. <laughs> but then I also had like the pot, like my character could move two ranks pretty much every round. So as so towards the end, I could, I could stop doing that. I think. I'm with you. The bonus points weren't so much a factor. It was just, right, what do I have the dice and the tokens yeah. to actually be able to attempt? What I found annoying, and we might get to this later with, like, Frag, but I thought that the this in the middle, the both the rewards and also the detriments were quite low for the amount of dice they take. Like, we only yeah. have three dice. We only have five dice. It takes three. Especially in the early rounds, like, before you start building, okay, I have an absurd amount of these permanent tokens, but, like, that's it's taking up a huge amount of your resources for mm. something that's, like, a point or two when you want to be using those for something else so I really I didn't like that as being the kind of centerpiece of each round it no. was just kind of like uh, it, it didn't seem like that much of a loss it didn't seem like that much of a gain but it also seemed like oh is that since it's in the middle of the board I guess it seems like that's supposed to be what you're going for and then also everything around it yeah yeah until you start building the pyramid tokens mm. it's taking away your ability to do anything yeah yeah you're right I I mean, so the detriments aren't that severe, so you could get away with just not doing it. But, because I was thinking, okay, could you burn temporary tokens on those, but you'd still have to spend dice to get the temporary tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I definitely regret doing those early on because I could have easily lost ranks and just sat, you know what I mean, and built up. Yeah, because when you're at zero, and... it doesn't matter if you lose rank. Yeah, exactly. Were... So the only reason I kept going is because I'd always got my rank up. Yeah. So for me, there was always an incentive to do it, regardless. Yeah. Whatever that was, there's always the added incentive of. Yeah, whereas for me, there's no reason. And if, okay, if I'm not losing any, if I don't have any permanent tokens, if I don't have all these things, it's like, okay, well, the detriment's nothing, but also the incentive's nothing. And I wish I had built up additional kind of resources rather than, I just think that that's a really weird mechanic, but it seems so central because that's the way that you keep track of rounds, mm. right? So, yeah. Yeah, agreed. I think it could have been easily like one or two max, but like to have three is really like a lot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
Or yeah. it just be there as an added bonus to each. So, you mm. know, they rather than lose something, they're just there as added It should have been a bigger yeah. reward. Because yeah, so the rest the of the end. board is static, yeah. mm. whereas that is an added variation mm. each round. Yeah, okay. so if you do have a guy, at the, like when you have a player left over at the end, you could be like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's a DXM dance-off. You need two guitars and a car to do this one. It's the Leetmus Games. Stars Hollow High Minutemen Challenge. Hardcore Gamer Academy Challenge. Two guns and a guitar. Cyber Dwarves Challenge. Gun Arrow Car. So the only other thing that I have put is about the player powers. So obviously mm. you choose your player and they have like a default power that they can always use. And then they have three power up cards that are specific to them. When did you choose, you know, like, was there any element of strategy in when you chose to use your power cards? Because, okay, right, we always do this. I did not choose my character based on the powers that they had. I did. I Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Strategic, Sarah. We have a new power rising. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a lot of detail on them, but I saw Ted one friendship, and then I saw it said game one rank, and I was like, Drew, what? They something I can remember. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw it in the document. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely was like, I will remember that that exists. Whereas like yours, because I, I also had a choice of yours as well, and I just I was like, I'm not going to remember all that. No, mine was a very punitive power. If I landed on someone else's, like if you land on someone. <laughs> else you send them back one rank but I get to send them back three ranks just as like a fuck you move sort of thing but yeah that wasn't why I chose him I just because I was either going to be Ted or Brian but they got chosen before so I was like well fine I'll be the law you were too Teacher. No. Oh. There's only one teacher, the Dean. Ah, oh, right, okay. Dean Calhoun. Just an ancient looking bully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I chose because I always want to play a girl, if possible. And as a new blonde myself, I wanted to play the blonde girl. And her power's okay. It's just basically you can change one die at the start of the round, which is fine. But all the rest, and when we chose, we just had the character cards. We didn't have the rest of the abilities. I definitely, I think her abilities are whack. I just I think her abilities are really skewed and bad and they all have to do with this kind of like changing dice and just weren't very effective especially because so many of your dice end up just going to this just yeah the challenge in the middle yeah so yeah I because I nearly chose key swan even reading this now I don't understand it and we've played the game like I do but whenever you purchase one or more non-permanent skill tokens gain one additional non-permanent skill token of the same type why is it where did it as non-permanent well, yeah. just temporary whenever you get a yellow you get two yellows basically yeah, yeah. So that's so, quite useful but yeah. it's just worded terrifically it's, yeah, so, whereas, this was just really simple <laughs> I was like I'll remember mm. that so there was some strategy to my picking why did you choose Brian D so he was the underdog just grabbed it <laughs> and he did play that way which is cool yeah it's cool I came second because in terms of my power-up cards, they're very... I had one that just gave me three guns, another that gave me two wilds, and one that just gained a permanent skill. So I just used those in my first round. Because mm. I thought, right, if I can set a high score on the guns just straight off, then at least that's me, you know, that's me <laughs> pissing in the corner, isn't it? It was like, this is mine. <laughs> But then obviously Jenny Matrix saving up all the guns in the land. <laughs> My card here says gain one rank when you defeat a challenger card. After you roll dice at the beginning of the round, you can change one die in your active pool to a side of your choice. Ooh. I'm using my special power to get guns. 
I am going to go and play, I can't even read it, Field of Fire. <laughs> I've got my one gun, but Headshot gets me three guns. Ooh. So and is that four? And Law Ready for This gets me two wild. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Oof. New high score achieved. New high score. I might as well just burn all my cards while I can. Rebecca Barbara, <laughs> gain one permanent skill token of your choice. So I'm going to, I'm going to permanent in cards while I've got a card to spend. For the remainder of your turn, temporary skill tokens in your active pool are considered to be shields. At the end of each round, gain two rank if you have fewer skill tokens than any other player. I have no skill tokens because I just had to return them. I am also going to go to the dorms and I'm going to use this card that says... You cannot. I can. What? I'm your stand day this turn. <laughs> you can place it on any location, even if that location is already at capacity. Oh, <laughs> so I'm also going to do that and I'm going to change this into cars. I want cars. Oh well that means you take the, you bloody bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you Ted Wong. <laughs> right I'm going to put him on the arrows and point is and I've got one, two, three. Take it up to three so I have the high score and I can also I'm going to use this one. Gain three rank if you spend at least one temporary token this turn. Damn. One, two, three. Sorry, Ted Wong, because I'm the law. When the law lands on another character, they get bumped down three spaces instead oh. of one. But I have to make fart noises as you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take this, take all the dice in your exhaustive pool, which are these, re-roll them and place them back into your active tile. That is overpowered. Change up to three dice in your active pool to a side of your choice. Oh, and I can move up another because I defeated the challenger. I'm entering Guitar World. I have one, two, three, four, five. So I believe that would be now the new high school. Uh, I'm gonna use this one that says gain three rank if you spend at least one temporary token this turn. I'm gonna play my resourceful card that says change up to three dice in your active pool to a side of each other. So I'm changing one of my dice to a guitar. Shall we move on to frag? Yes. Okay. Amanda, will you be there and grab the frag cards? I think they're emergency ones. Oh, they're something else, are they? That's for the Quidditch part. Oh, no, that's something else. That's something else. <laughs> it's the bonus beater. <laughs> yes, which is a position in Quidditch. It's a position, of course, yes. It's a position in Quidditch. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at the draft of Stop. living death. <laughs> Stop it, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> right, fun first of all. Zero? I don't think I've ever played a zero. Is that new? No, there's always been zeros. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, Sarah, you can start us off with fun. Oh, hang on. You Let actually have think. to choose one. That's, I know, that's yeah, how it yeah, works, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Amanda's got low face. She's got she's got the face of someone who's got a score. No, no, I'm thinking between yeah, two. I'm thinking. I've gone for three. <laughs> I did enjoy it. I would play it again. It took me a while to warm to and understand. Like I and I'm not sure if I just got into it because I was doing well. Like, <laughs> so that that is a factor. But if I was like there was a point really early on, because I didn't realise that the one the first player card moved. Right. So I was like, well, hang on a minute. I'm always going to be at a slight disadvantage because I'm always going to be last here. Mm. And then when it moved, I was like, ah, I see. Okay, so that that means that, like, you can have that shift. So that, like... There were elements like that where I think just early on I was like, mm, I don't understand this, or I'll figure it out. So I've given it a three, middle of the road. Yep, same three. I think it was fun enough. It was easy enough to learn. I don't know whether my enjoyment was hampered by kind of a crappy character or a bad game play style in combination with my character. I just never kind of figured out how to play her very well. And I feel like it got a bit samey at the end. Like, you know, it didn't really develop in a way. Just kind of like... All the cards in the middle seemed exactly the same. The board doesn't change at all. It's just kind of like, yeah, pretty fun. I've gone for three as well. It's fine. It's absolutely like, it's, it's took me with three rounds, I think, to work out exactly what I needed to do, just because there's quite a lot of information to take in all in one go. And then after that, it was fine. It's like, oh yeah, great. But yeah, it's like we only played seven rounds. So three of those was learning and the three of them was and then the rest were actually playing and that's when you're like, Oh yeah, okay, no, this is fun and then obviously like watching you lot start to um really battle it out. Battle it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great because whilst that was happening, me and Sarah started sneaking through. Yeah. <laughs> we let them get caught in the guns when we actually we just quietly built out on the yeah. guitars. Just quietly <laughs> playing the game whilst you two were holding yeah. all the guns. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite fun. I went for four. <laughs> I was tempted. I was going to go for three. I was thinking three. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, and it links to what you said, Jane. So the scores are tracked around the edge of the board. Like, mm. you know, like it's quite common for water deep ticket to ride and that sort of stuff. But on that final stretch, mm. when we were getting close to the end game, I don't know, just my adrenaline, like my excitement. I would just probably, <laughs> because I'm starting to see when you, you, you're only 10 spaces away from winning or whatever. And you're starting to go, okay, that's got three bonus points on it. And I can get that. And if no one else screws me over, if no one else plays that game and blocks me out of it, then I could win and I was getting like oh yeah 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 <laughs> so that tipped it over into a four for me just because I agree I think it was quite samey but mm. on that final home stretch those final two rounds where the end was in sight mm. I don't know something just ignited and I was like <gasps> yeah <laughs> like, you, did, you did come out of nowhere we were all keeping an eye on Sarah just like <laughs> quietly like every round she was going like a little bit further ahead and all of a sudden it was like oh oh okay yeah <laughs> I so, think it was when you turned the corner the literal yeah. corner of the board yeah that tipped it just over for me <laughs> what I do usually like about games like this that keeps me invested even when I'm losing badly for instance is that there's like a secret card right mm. so Waterdeep has like what your lord is like ticket to ride all your tickets are secret so you're not like even though there's the marker that moves around you're not quite sure who's won mm. until the end and I think that this could really do with a mechanic like that so that you know it keeps everyone kind of playing um, and having that feeling of excitement because it's like well I know that I've I'm sitting 
working on something. Yeah, because you think because in Waterdeep you get you can have like bonus points for every mm. sort of skullduggery mission. Yeah. So maybe each character could be for every like gun token or fist token right. you end up go a bonus rank at the you know get a point at the end sort of thing. Yeah, and the same with like Sagrada, you have like a secret color. It's just kind of like it's just... almost it's almost like those sort of games. It's almost kind of like don't have the ranking around the outside and t- and you don't you don't mm. that doesn't qualify until the end where you start counting everything up and then all of a sudden people just start creeping mm. up the yeah. Shall we move on to replayability? Amanda, you can start us off on this one. I'm gonna give it a three again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would play it again. I think it was fun enough and so on. But because as far as I know, like the board is static. There's quite limited number of these challenges in the middle. It seems like the character abilities are fixed. The games are they don't make any odds what the games are. No. That there isn't enough variation that I would necessarily keep coming back to it. Yeah, so I would definitely play it again, but I don't think it's one of those that like has enough to make it a firm favorite. I'm torn between two. Do what? I'm gonna go with a higher one. Four. <gasps> I was torn because. I would play again. I'd definitely play again. And I'd probably, mm. like, it's not one of those ones you've got to leave loads of time between plays. So that's a, that's a big feature. But was tempted towards the three, the lowest score, because it's only as good as the character card you got. So I got a pretty good one that didn't really kind of, it was kind of just a bit, bit neutral, really. Like, it could benefit from it most of the time. Amanda, yours kind of, like, tied you into going down to playing, playing the, the one type of game. Yeah. Series was actually pretty good. Phil's was I think ours were pointless. kind of yeah. bad, yeah. But I, I had the advantage over you because one of my cards let me get wilds where yours were pretty much all gun-focused, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like, it's fine. It's like, it's great. It's, you know, someone said to me, oh, like, do you want to play? Uh, do you want to play it again? I'd be like, yeah, 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 it's fine. But I'd probably either fix it so I could be the same person again, or definitely mm. make a cho- make the choice of being the same person again, or not. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I could. I just wasn't playing her well, basically. So. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You need to play it a few times, I think, to really get to grips with. Mm. Oh, actually, if I do it like this, then I can like these points. High school cards go up to twenty million. It's like that's quite an achievement if you can get up to that. I mean, you, I know you got up to fifteen, but I spent my entire yeah, game. Yeah, but you're also that. in twenty second place, and we're first, fourth, and fifth. Uh, twenty second <laughs> <22nd> place. <laughs> yeah, I'd like if I were to do it again, I would get the guns out of the way early, like Phil did, basically, and then just play it a straight game. But then my only advantage is that I can change Two. one dice at every round. Yeah. Not a, not to a gun, just any, oh, right, okay. to anything. But like changing one dice is kind of yeah. like. But then what am I going to do with? It's yeah. kind of like whatever. yeah, yeah. I went for three. Basically, agree everything Amanda said. Like <laughs> not enough changes. Like yeah, it was fun. I would play it again. But the, yeah, there's no real difference. I can't imagine changing my gameplay style particularly. It's just dependent on what everyone else does. And it worked sometimes. Like so there were some of the games where it was creepy. You know, someone had set a high score of two, and then the next person would set a high score of three and it would edge up nice and slowly but with a big one like Jenny and the gun, like no one's ever going to be able to beat 15 again. Jenny and the gun. Jenny and the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So not at the stage of the game where you did it. It just wasn't enough game left. No. <laughs> well, but that that happened. That didn't even happen incrementally because it started out at like six. Yeah. Then you beat it with seven or eight. So it already yeah. started so high. Otherwise, I would have been able to kind of I just... That's the thing. Up, yeah. I know next time to play this. It's like I beat four of my dice on the very first leg. 
like literally the first play and then I'm left with one and then it's like so I can't meet the challenge can't do this can't do that yeah. and I didn't actually really gain anything from that Yeah. but I know now like when I play if I play again actually just mess around for the first round or two mm. get one you know you can get a million points and gain a rank Yeah. Mm. and then get two and then get three and mm. then like if everyone kind of had that sort of mentality it actually makes you a bit more exciting mm. yeah Sarah three but everything Jane said actually we've got two Amandas and two Janes <laughs> I don't think I want to be Ted Wong <laughs> I wouldn't like I, I'd play it again but I think the characters are so set if that makes sense they're so like rigid that actually I although it would maybe be different playing it I'd want a really long gap or if I was playing it again soon I'd want to play the same character because I've enjoyed playing the same character mm. does that make sense so I don't want to play as Ted Wong or I'd want a really 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 long gap of where I've completely forgotten it to then come in but the, I think the flo- it's not like okay so they're just names of characters and they're just generic and you know here you go they are actually they come with these things that they come with like skills and talents and, to them, and weaknesses and they? therefore it affects how you play it and that would also I think change how I'd feel about it again so yeah fair enough Jane starts off with this aesthetic aesthetic yeah I'm gonna go three like everything about it like the cars but we've played games that are better quality better sort of more tactile a bit easier to read because like that's quite a small board <laughs> yeah it's like you know everything about it could be just that little bit extra and it's not it works really well it does all kind of tie in together but I think it's the size of the board that's put like kind of letting it down really because it's actually a real struggle to read I also went for three exactly I love the cartoony pictures i love the pixelated sort of game symbols but yeah the board is the board could be a fourfold rather than a twofold and be twice the size and be much easier to read and also this might just be my crappy eyes but i really struggle with the white symbols on the yellow Mm -hmm. oh yeah they don't stand out to me at all i'd forgotten they were there because I can't see them properly. Mm. So yeah, th- I love it. It just needs to be twice as big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three. For a lot, I, I actually, I really like the dice. A lot of things feel like the, the character castings feel quality. I like the cards, they feel quality. Like, I agree, the board's a bit too small. It's not the cheapest that we've played, though. Like, even all the little parts, there's a lot of little bits to it that it's I like feel It's like a good nice. thick card. It's not yeah. like thin yeah, flimsy crap. So but... that feels nice, but I think, like, the board could be a bit bigger, and I think that would help. Yeah. Actually, but... to be fair, they've thought about it. The stuff that gets handled the most is... It's great quality. He's quite thin. The cards, like the actual cards, quite thin. But then they can. You don't need them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I said, the, these sorts of things, I I feel are great. And there's a lot, and I quite like when there's lots of things to play with. I quite like that. Hmm. But I just feel I like having knees is like it's cute. Yeah, exactly. I like all those bits, hmm. but the board itself, I think, could just be a bit bigger. I went with a four. (laughs) I actually like small boards because it makes it more, well, I know we disagree on this, but I take my board games out (laughs) and it makes them more portable, right? And also (laughs) it makes it so you don't need a massive table to like unfold, like like playing Waterdeep or Ticket to Ride is like clear out the Lord's dining galley, like to (laughs) unfold it all. Whereas, okay, I think it could be a little bit bigger, but twice as big, I think would be like, ugh. I do think it's a bit fuzzy as far as the printing and you know 
know, it could have been better. Like these look fun. Yeah, yeah, the numbers on the track are quite. Yeah. yeah, and the the yellow and the white and stuff. I I see that. My critique of the design, and I yeah, I love all the the pieces. My critique was going to be actually that I'm weirdly annoyed that though we have three characters, they're all in the same pose. I thought like. Because we have this range of dynamic characters on the cards, I would have liked my three characters to be... Doing something different. Yeah, like, it's just a shame because they're all... We put them in different rooms and stuff. It's weird that they're, like, identical. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's a four for me. I mean, okay, the board could be a little bit bigger, a little bit better printed, but I think it's really nice. And the cards in particular are really nice. Mm. Gameplay? I'm gonna go for... a Four, it was just, there wasn't that much to remember. It was three phases. Sort your dice and your tokens, put your people where you want them to go, and then check for the challenge on the scores. Like, it was easy to remember. There was, I literally, what, checked the rule book once when you asked, someone asked the question about the dice matching the symbols for yeah. the tokens. And literally, as I said, this is the first time I've played it, first time any of you have played it. I literally, I set it up last night. I read through the rules once and just sort of had it in my head of how to play, and that was all I needed to check. Bonus points in the rule book, though. You, would, you made a point about choosing, you just wanted to be a female character. Mm-hmm. All the pronouns in the rulebook are female, which you, oh, cool. I was just expecting a video game game is going to be defaulted to lads, 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 isn't it? But mm-hmm. so they've obviously thought about that. But anyway, yeah, I only had, I don't think I would have to read the rulebook again next time we played. Mm-hmm. I think it would be fresh enough in my head. Yeah, simple, simple, simple. Four from me. I've gone for four, even though actually I did, there were a few, like I didn't realise that you kept your permanents. I thought they were just permanent for like until you spent them and stuff like that. There's a few little things, but I think that's just from then playing it. I think if I was to play again, I could just rock and roll. Yeah. Yep. Four as well. Easy to come to grips with. We asked very few, especially in this group. I think we're always like quite like, hold on. What about this? What about this? Especially during the setup period, which yeah. we don't record necessarily. So we generally ask a lot of clarification questions, which we didn't really this time. It was just kind of like, yep, right, let's go. And so really easy to learn. I do think it's not a five because it did get quite samey at the end. And I think it would be quite samey again. But yeah, mine's four as well. I think, I li- I think the first round. I ended up not being able to do what I wanted to do because I put my, all my characters out and then it was like, oh, oh okay. But then that was it, learnt it, didn't do it again. Yeah, it literally like, it took you less than five minutes to explain to us and we didn't have to ask 35 million questions. <laughs> so it's definitely an easy game to play. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that gives it a total frag of 13.75, which not is bad. perfectly respectable. Is it a win or not? Sarah? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite game that we've played here, but I would definitely play it again. Yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah. I feel I should just add more to my yes. It's it, what was that one that I the Munchkins? I was going to say it's no Munchkins. I think I'm so. always going to hold everything to the stomach. <laughs> that's what I was like. How does not, it compare to Munchkins? Oh. <laughs> Way better. Way better. Three yes. times. Yeah. None of yeah. us are scarred by this. None of us are like, when does this end again? My exact words were going to be yes. It's a million times easier than Munchkin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and didn't last as long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also three times better and three times shorter. Yeah. I'm also going to go for a win. But that makes this is a special because this is our 100th Ooh. win. That makes it 100 wins versus 38 losers. Wow. I wonder which number loss Munchkin was. <laughs> 
Oh, the Marvel game the other week. That, that no, couldn't be at the we, we played, Jane and I played Marvel Dice Masters, listener. <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> we made up the rules in the end. Yeah. Mm. And I may have culled it from the collection based on that, so. Wow. Yeah. It is gone. It's gone. <laughs> no longer off this room. Only twice has that happened. The other what one was one? Firefly Adventures. Oh, okay. I checked the rule. It's, it's all down to the rules. If the rules are bad and you just can't work it out, like I got halfway through setup and I was just like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing. Are you I telling cannot... me that fucking munchkin is still here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we played that Firefly one that new year, didn't we? And that, I couldn't tell you that again. Oh, no, no, Firefly. that's the good Firefly. Yeah, I kept we played that. Firefly. Was that the we played Firefly? Legendary Firefly. Yeah, yeah. many the Fireflies. That, yeah, there was one that, because I got it, and not for me, but like, and I could, it felt like forever. Oh, and no. There were so many different things to that. That one I love. The Firefly Legendary I love. Firefly Adventures, no, that went. <laughs> <laughs> the Marvel Dice Game, we had to borrow the rule book from a, another box. And we still couldn't. It was just wasn't just transferable. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was unintelligible. But there you go. But it looked beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Sarah. I've been Amanda. Stereotypically American. More than all the ammo. I stupidly didn't look at your gun hoard. All right, so I'm going to go to FPS class. I'm going to use four of these, and can I have two permanent guns, please? Whoa. Someone wants to be good at guns. <laughs> American. All I'm saying. <laughs> Stick to your talents. <laughs> Give them to me. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of fucking guns. <laughs> it's very American of me. Just, uh, holding all the guns. That's it. Surprise, surprise. Can I have a permanent gun, please? <laughs> Two permanent guns, please. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why have you got to be like this? I've, I mean, I'm invested now. Fine. Can I have a gun? Well, I'm the first player now. You so. are. <laughs> Give me a gun back. No way, I can't do anything gunny this turn. Why not? <laughs> I'm outgunned. <laughs> outgunned. Yeah, fuck it. I, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, change all the dice in your active pool to gun. What? I've been holding on to that for the whole thing. Or Yeah, okay. Can I have a fucking gun, please? Gun, please. Yeah, can I have a gun? Okay, lads. Fine. I'm changing all the dice in my active pool to gun. Woo! It's happening! Five. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Wow! Fifteen. I only needed a couple more guns, and I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> wow. I've been Jay. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Perculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organized Fun Pod. Find us on Twitter at Fun Organized. Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Can you make it a point to be clear that hoarding all the ammo and guns meant I lost? <laughs> <laughs> Badly. I made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you got cooking? Now's the time when we stop. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>